Hey, what's going on, everybody? I actually made an error earlier when I was recording, and I left out the Rams and Seahawks game, and I'm rolling with Seattle to win that one. I just I just trust their defense in that one, so I'm rolling with Seattle. And the other thing I forgot to add in was the Saints and the Falcons are also on buys along with the Redskins and Broncos. So that's it, and enjoy episode 31. Thanks. The shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 31 of Curry in the Pot. Back again, back again. We had an exciting week four in the NFL. So I know I got to recap that. Of course, I got to give my predictions for week number five. And then I'm going to talk a little baseball. The postseason is underway. My Yankees advanced. So let's get right into it, guys. So to start off week number four, we had the Packers versus the Chicago Bears. And that game was in Lambeau on Thursday night. And the Packers just absolutely destroyed the Bears. 35-14. They didn't, the Bears did not get a lot of good play out of Mike Glenn and the backup quarterback that they signed, and they had him be the starter, even though they drafted Mitchell Trubisky out of North Carolina, who is now slated to start this coming Monday night against the Minnesota Vikings. But I want to talk about how the Packers dominated the Bears, and they did sustain a few injuries. Ty Montgomery went down, and Devontae Adams went down with the concussion. Um, it was it was a cheap shot to me by Danny Trevathan, and many other people believe the same thing. But Aaron Rodgers got it done, throwing four touchdowns, but only 179 yards. The Packers were able to capitalize from good field position that they were getting from the turnovers that the Chicago Bears were committing. Mike Lennon threw two picks. He also fumbled a few times. And, you know, it was just a recipe for disaster. Only bright spot was pretty much Jordan Howard for the Bears. That's my fantasy guy, but that was pretty much the only bright spot for them. Like I said, Packers 135-14. Moving right along to Sunday morning, we had another game in London at Wembley Stadium. It was the Saints versus the Dolphins, and that game was awful. That game was awful. I did pick the New Orleans Saints to win, but I wanted, I expected to see a better game. 20-0. The Dolphins laid an egg. I guess that's what happens when you have a quarterback like Jake Cutler. You can kind of count on the Dolphins to be very inconsistent. Nevertheless, the Saints won 20 to nothing. Let's move on to the 1 o'clock games, 1 p.m. Falcons-Bills, a game that I picked incorrectly. I got to start believing in the Bills hype. I might have to. I might have to. The Buffalo Bills won 23-17. Muhammad Sanu and Julio Jones did go down in that game, and they did not return for the second half. I'm sure that has something to do with it, but the Falcons have not played particularly well this year. You remember week one against the Bears? That game came down to the last drive. They also should have lost to the Lions last week. The Falcons should be, you know, 1-3, honestly. But nevertheless, the Bills won the game 23-17. The Buffalo Bills are 3-1, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's time to start, you know, paying close attention. 
because they're three and one. I'm not saying they're for real, but they're enough that we gotta start, you know, tr- taking them seriously to an extent. After all, I thought they would be awful. Traded away Sammy Watkins. Um, I thought they were just gonna, you know, they traded traded away Ronald Darby. I thought they were gonna restart, honestly, but. Bills look to be moving in the right direction. So, shout out to the Bills. Ravens-Steelers. I picked the Steelers to win. I picked correctly. The Steelers won 26-9. Le'Veon Bell was able to bounce back. Antonio Brown did have a little meltdown on the sideline after Ben Roethlisberger failed to uh, see him wide open. This is what I want to say about it. If Odell Beckham Jr. would have done that, that would have been talked on. ESPN, Fox Sports, you name it. That would have been talked about for at least probably still be getting talked about. But when a guy like Antonio Brown does it, it's only talked about for a day. Like, it's talked about Monday. It's gone away Tuesday. Like, we don't even remember anymore. That's what that's my that's my take on that. But the Steelers won 26-9. Juju Smith was able to find the end zone as well as Le'Veon Bell. Who played well? How that rhyme. But but nevertheless, 26 to 9 Steelers. Moving on. Bengals Browns. I was kind of hoping for the Browns to win, but I did not pick them. I picked the Cincinnati Bengals. Just off of the strength of AJ Green. It's no one that they really had that could check them. But he was he didn't even lead the team in receiving yards. And Andy Dolan had a really good game. He had four touchdowns, no picks. He was even the team's leading rusher with 29 yards. And, you know, the Bengals got it done. Gio Bernard had a 61-yard reception. Tyler Croft had two touchdowns to back up tight end. And the Bengals just got it done. Good news for the Browns is Miles Garrett did tweet that he will return. So watch out. (laughs) Next game. Next game on the list. Cowboys Rams. What did I say last week, y'all? I said I like the Rams. I said I like the way their offense has been playing under head coach Sean McVay, who is the former offensive coordinator of the Washington Redskins. Y'all know I gotta bring good when good news happens, I gotta I gotta talk about the Redskins. But Sean McVay, the former offensive coordinator, who is the youngest active head coach, and I believe he's the youngest head coach in NFL history. He's only 31 years of age. And the Rams got it done. 35 to 30. I was kind of, you know, worried because it seemed like they were playing really conservative. Greg Zerline was seven for seven on field goals. Seven for seven. So shout out to you guys if anyone had Greg Zerline in their fantasy league. He put up some big points. So, I want to talk about the Rams real quick. And I picked them to win. Todd Gurley is a man. Um, Sean McVay is really using his skill set very well. Not only as a rusher, but as a receiving back. And you saw in that 56-yard touchdown, that receiving touchdown, that while Todd Gurley can do it all, he really can. And he's looking the same way he looked in his rookie campaign and I'm really excited to see that I'm a little salty because I didn't draft him in fantasy but I'm excited to see how Todd Gurley is playing I'm excited to see how the Rams offense is going Cooper Cup a guy I told you guys who was going to be a steal in the draft he's been coming along quite nicely 
You know, he's been coming along quite nicely. The Cowboys did put up a fight. Um, I did get a little nervous that they were going to come downfield and score. But Ezekiel Elliott was stopped on a check down, on a check down reception. He was stopped just a just a yard short. But nevertheless, Rams got the W, 35 to 30. Go Rams. It's my mother's team, by the way. Go Rams. Patriots, Panthers. A game I picked incorrectly. The Panthers won 33 to 30 on a Graham Gano game-winning field goal. I should have thought about this, though. The Patriots' defense has been awful. It has been, oh my goodness, it has been awful. Me and the co-producer, my boy Brian, we were just talking about, um, just talking about how bad the Patriots' defense is. They don't have any pass rushers. Rob Ninkovich retired. They just look bad. They just look really bad. Patriots have allowed 1,827 yards through the first four games of the season. Ladies and gentlemen, the Patriots are surrendering an average of 456 yards per game. That is that is awful. That is that is pathetic. They're on pace to have the worst defense as far as total yards in the history of the NFL. They're playing really bad. But nevertheless, Cam Newton looked like Cam Newton on Sunday. It looked like MVP Cam two years ago. He played great. Three passing touchdowns and one one rushing touchdown. Cam played well. But on the flip side, the Patriots defense, I mean, offense has not played well. I mean, has not played bad. I'm sorry. Tom Brady's been putting up numbers leading the NFL in passing yards. They got to get that defense together. I'm confident that Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator, will find the solution. But it looks really bad. Vikings-Lions. I picked the Lions to win that game on the road in Minnesota. They got it done. 14-7. Jets-Jags. I got to stop talking bad about the Jets. Two weeks in a row they win. Two weeks in a row. I said this is the team that has nobody. They don't. But they're getting W's. They do have Jamal Adams on defense who has been playing like a stud. They do have him. Let me not forget about him. Leonard Williams, a guy on the D-line that I like. The Jets got it done, though. They got it done in overtime. 23-20 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jets are 2-2. Two two. The Bills are 3-1. and one. The Jets are 2-2. Two and, two. and the Giants are 0-4. What is going on? Moving right along. Cardinals 49ers. I picked the 49ers to win this game, and they, they should have. But Larry Fitzgerald caught the game when it tucked down in overtime. The Cardinals escaped 18-15. Eagles Chargers. I had to start picking, you know, I had to start picking the Eagles because I've been, I've been talking bad about them. But they've been playing really good. Carson Wentz. Is gonna be a star in this league. He's already looking like it. The, the offensive line has even been protecting him. And the Eagles front seven is I just can't knock them. But I think they should have lost that game. But LeGarrette Blunt, he ran the ball really well. You just never know when he's gonna when he's gonna have a good game because the Eagles have that committee backfield. But they got the W. 
Eagles win 26-24. Bucks, Giants. The Buccaneers won 25-23. The Giants are now 0-4. Odell Beckham did dislocate his finger, but it got popped back into place. Yikes. But the Giants are now 0-4. Oh, my goodness. Moving right along, Broncos Raiders. Derek Carr went down in that game, but I picked the Broncos to win. Just, just off the strip for their excellent defense. They have an excellent pair of corners. I keep saying this. Chris Harris Jr. keeps the lead. The premier pass rusher in the NFL, Von Miller. I, it's just hard to pick against that team sometimes. 16-10 Broncos. They're on a bye this week. Seahawks, Colts. That game was very entertaining in the first half. <laughs> but the Seahawks, they started blowing those guys out in the second half. 46-18 was the final score. Russell Wilson, he played all right. Two touchdowns, two picks. And the Seahawks move on. The Seahawks win. They got a tough game against the Rams this week. And the Monday Nighter. Oh, this game broke my heart. But I did pick the Kansas City Chiefs to win. Final score was 29-20. It was really, you know, 23-20. Tell that to... Tell it to the odds makers in Vegas. Tell that to the people who, who picked the Redskins to cover. But the Kansas City Chiefs won 29-20. Real quick, I'm going to talk about that game, though. I want to talk about it. I'm a Redskins fan. You guys know that. I haven't been this this much proud of my team in a long time after a loss. I, I'm never happy when the Redskins lose because it's like same old Redskins. But the defense is really coming along. The D-line starting up front. Matthew Ioannidis has been playing like... One of the best, you know, D tackles up there with Geno Atkins. That's what the numbers say. That's what the stats say. Preston Smith, who did make some boneheaded plays. I think one of those um, offside penalties should not have been called because the Chiefs offensive lineman, he was lined up wrong. But penalties is what hurt them. Preston Smith got called for offsides twice. Bashad Breeland got called for illegal hands to the face twice. And that all happened on third down. So it's, it's kind of rough. Josh Norman went down with an injury. We saw players going down with injuries, but they did. some did come back in. Trent Williams went down. He came back in. Monte Nicholson went down. This bye week couldn't have came at a better time. But Josh Doxon, you got to catch that. You really do. But I'm still proud of my team. A lot of people predicted the Redskins to be, you know, 1-3. and three, Myself included. I thought they would be 1-3 and three at this time. But they're 2-2. Two and two. And they're competing against quality teams. They beat the Raiders. They competed against the Chiefs. They had a chance to win. And that's all you can really ask for. The defense has been playing great. Like I said, DJ Swearinger, Zach Brown, they've been setting the tone. I'm excited for the Redskins. I just can't wait till we play some more division games. But the Redskins are on a bye. We do play San Francisco week six. I went 12-4 in week four. So let's shoot for 11 and 5 or better for week 5. <laughs> I, I want to go 15 and 0 in this week because the two teams have a bye. But let's see. Let's see how we do. So tonight, the Thursday night game, we got the Bucks and the Patriots. I'm rolling with the Bucks. That defense of the Patriots is just god awful. Like I said, surrendering an average of 456 total yards a game. Doug Martin is returning from suspension. That is a big boost for the Buccaneers. Mike Evans. I look for Deshaun Jackson to get going. I look for that. 
OJ Howard, he got it going last game for touchdown. But I look for Deshaun Jackson. They they got to get this guy. They got to get this guy. They got to get it together. Him and Jameis got to get the chemistry right. I think it will happen tonight. I'm rolling with the Bucks. That game is in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium. Sunday, Sunday afternoon, we got the Bengals and the Bills. The Bills are the road team, but I'm rolling with the Bills. I got to believe the hype. Me and my boy Sean, we were talking about it. He said, you know, McDermott, Sean McDermott has got the Bills playing some fundamentally sound football. And I couldn't agree more. They really are. So I'm rolling with the Bills on the road. Browns, Jets, the Browns do get Miles Garrett back this week. That could be a big boost. But I'm picking the Jets this week. I've been talking bad about them all year. So I'm going to roll with the Jets uh, just for this week. But I think the Browns can win. Huh, anyways, Lions, Panthers, that game is in Detroit. I'm rolling with Detroit Lions. I'm rolling with them. Should be a good game. You know, both teams have really stout defenses. It's going to it's gonna go down to, I guess, quarterback play and defense. So I'm rolling with the Lions, though. Colts 49ers. I'm rolling with the 49ers. I believe the 49ers should have won. They will be on the road in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. Andrew Luck will not play, but he did return to practice this week in a limited capacity. So I'm rolling with the 49ers. Dolphins, Titans. Yo. Oh, did I forget that game last week? Yo, first, let me credit Deshaun Watson. I, I know I shouldn't have talked about it because it was a beatdown. But they did win. They did beat the Titans. Texans beat the Titans 56 to 14 last week. Deshaun Watson has put the world on notice that he is the Texans QB of the future. And I'm loving it. But this week, the Dolphins play the Titans. And I'm rolling with the Dolphins. Even though as weird as their offense is, I don't know. Uh, some just tell me they're going to win. Mariota is day to day, so we don't know will he play or not. Giants Chargers A battle of two 0-4 teams I don't know man I really don't know It seems like every week I picked the Giants to win every week this season And they let me down and Four consecutive weeks But I'm picking them again This is If the Giants lose this I'll never pick them again I, ne- I, w- I will never I will never. I'm picking them to win. That game is in East Rutherford, New Jersey at MetLife Stadium. I'm rolling with the Giants this week. I don't know. A, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think the Giants will win. They should beat the Chargers, right? But you'd be surprised. Eagles, Cardinals. I'm rolling with the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cardinals offense concerns me. They haven't got the run game going. Their offense just concerns me. It's really stagnant. Larry Fitzgerald is catching a lot of passes, but their offense is really stagnant. Losing David Johnson really hurt this team. But it should be an interesting game, but I'm rolling with Philadelphia. Steelers and Jaguars. I'm rolling with Pittsburgh. They are at home. I'm rolling with Pittsburgh. I just think they had too much for the Jaguars. Jaguars did disappoint me losing to the Jets, though. A team that has no one. Raiders and the Ravens. The Oakland Raiders will be without Derek Carr, who was out for two to six weeks, like I said earlier. I'm rolling with the Ravens. The Raiders are starting EJ Manuel this week. Is he better than Kaepernick? But I'm rolling with the Ravens this week. The Ravens are on the road, but I'm rolling with them. 
Cowboys Packers, a rematch. A rematch of last year's divisional round. The game is at Jerry's World. I'm rolling with the pack. I'm rolling with Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, I quarterback the pack. Rolling with Green Bay. Moving right along, Sunday night football. The Texans and the Chiefs. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Houston this week. As great as the Chiefs have been playing, Kareem Hunt leading the NFL in rushing yards. Who saw this? He has 500 yards, but I'm rolling with the Texans. The defense has been playing great. J.J. Watt, Jadeveon Clowney, they've been playing great. Deshaun Watson, he can make some plays. They did get Will Fuller back last week, who did score twice. They have DeAndre Hopkins. The Redskins moved the ball on the Chiefs. I think the Texans can do the same thing. I'm rolling with Houston, and that game is at home at NRG Stadium. Monday night game, we have the Bears. And the Vikings. And the Bears and the Vikings. I'm rolling with Minnesota on the road. I think Minnesota takes this one. The defense has been playing really stout. Uh, I just think the Vikings got this one. Mitch Trubisky is getting his first career start. I want to see how he plays, but I still think the Vikings would be too much. The Redskins and the Broncos are on by this week. Before I go, I know I got baseball fans that listens, and it is October, so I have to. I was watching the wild card, the Yankees, and the Twins the other night, and I was impressed. I was impressed. The Yankees, they were able to pull it out. I'm I'm really glad that they're moving on. And I was a little worried early, but D.D. Gregoria got the Yankees going. And then this, of course, later on in the game. As a Yankees fan, but also as a casual Yankees fan, that was really great to see. Great to see them move on to the ALDS. In the National League, the Diamondbacks defeated the Rockies. That game ended up being 11-8. The Diamondbacks were able to win that game, and they advanced to the NLDS. And now the stage is set Thursday. Tonight, I'm sorry, we have Yankees and Indians. We have Red Sox and Astros. And then Friday, I know DC Sports fans are waiting for this. We got Nationals Cubs. And also for people in the National League Dodgers fans, we got Dodgers and Diamondbacks. So we have four games slated on Friday. We have two games tonight. So I know a lot of baseball fans are really happy. And, you know, they think it's the best time of the year. I don't think so, but nevertheless... It is October. Real quick, of course I got to talk NBA. NBA is almost here. Y'all know I'm ready. Y'all know I'm ready for to see my man Lonzo Ball. And the recent, you know, annual NBA GM survey came out. And 19 out of 30 GMs picked Lonzo Ball to win the Rookie of the Year. The big ball away. Ball control. And last but not least, Game 5 of the WNBA Finals were last night. The Minnesota Lynx and the LA Sparks. That game had a wild finish, but Maya Moore hit a tough shot. 
late in the game. And the Lynx win it again. It seems that they win. They win every odd year. 2011, 2013, 2015, and 2017. Congrats to the Lynx. They got their revenge on the LA Sparks who won last year in Game 5. So go Lynx. And I just want to wrap things up by thanking everybody for listening. I hope you all enjoyed listening as much as I, as much as I enjoyed rapping to y'all and talking to y'all each and every week. But, in all seriousness, all jokes aside, thank you guys, you know, so much for the love and support. It means a lot. And, that's all, folks. Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 31 is done. Peace.